0: Simple Life Together, Episode 69, Head Over Heels in Love with Simplicity.
1: Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes.
0: And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. On the last episode, we talked all about simple living with Liz Neighbors for one of our profiles in Simplicity. And that was a really nice episode. It
1: was. It was nice to talk to Liz. Yeah. And then we were gone for about a month. (laughs)
0: Long time.
1: (laughs) And we got a a bunch of emails asking if we're okay. And, well, heck, we're better than okay. We're on vacation. Uh So uh, (laughs) some of that was a working vacation, too, I have to admit.
0: Right. But uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about the last month and how simplicity allowed us to carve out and enjoy that time. And, And we're going to talk about some things that we either learned or were reinforced along the way.
1: And so really the takeaway for you on this is, I mean, Let's be honest, you don't really care about our trip, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, who cares about that other than us, right? But I think that the things that we experience tie directly in with almost everything we talk about here on the show. And if you're a listener, which you obviously are if you're hearing this, then you take what we talk about and you, I guess, adapt it to you to see what works for you, right? And um, so that's what you can do with this information too. And if we're lucky, maybe we'll even save you some time or effort by helping you avoid some of the mistakes that we make along Mm -hmm. the way we're all about passing that stuff on (laughs) so we're going to talk about a few different subjects and we're just really going to kind of wing it we got a lot of feedback on the wing it post we did or the wing it (laughs) episode we did a little while back on project 333 yeah so we're going to try and do more of that i think just uh
0: more candid conversations and just kind of just yeah going with the flow and just talk about the things that are just kind of on our mind or that we've experienced so
1: So the first thing I think we should bring up is how we made the time to go on vacation. And why don't you start with that?
0: Well, I'm a very huge advocate of having boundaries. And I do so in my family life, my work life, and you know, just every, all these different areas. And And part of that is that I work specifically with my clients only certain days of the week. But knowing that we're going to be on vacation for an extended period of time... I had to kind of juggle my clients quite a bit. Um, I had a lot of them contacting me at once, and I was just literally squeezing them in. But I just kept thinking, "That's okay. This is the lifestyle that I want, and I have control over this." Right. But I, I kind of I pushed my boundaries a little bit. I kind of gave myself a just. I didn't give myself a whole lot of margin, um, but it was intentional because I knew that if I can keep my clients happy and. And, and satisfy for a temporary absence of mine, it would be okay. But then it was good because then I was able to go ahead and relax and enjoy vacation, not have anything lingering over my head or feeling like I let clients down or whatnot. So, uh, But that's kind of the, the, the luxury, that, not luxury, but that's kind of the nice thing about having a, a business of your own and yeah. working from home.
1: I mean, that was really deliberate when we, as we've talked about since almost the first show, how we kind of structured things. To align with our, our five pillars of faith, family, finances, fitness, and freedom. Right, right. And um, so this really went along with that whole freedom pillar. Mm-hmm. We knew we were going to take a an extended absence this summer to look around. And we were going to take one at the end of the summer, too, but we kind of opted out. I think the other night we just decided, well, let's not do that one. Yeah. Right. But um, so, yeah, it's really – it's not just a um, – a linear decision or a binary decision you're either going or not going we had to line things up mm-hmm. our whole lifestyle to be able to arrange to take these three weeks at this time because yeah,
0: otherwise we won't be able to enjoy our vacations as much as we'd like to um and it's just us personally but because we do like to travel and we like to drive and we like to to have our camper with us um, so we got to drive but we're in texas Family is, you know, either in, on, on the northwest side or the northeast side. And so there's a lot of traveling that we have to do. and tor- Or southeast side. Or southeast. Yeah, east, yeah, that's yeah, right. And yeah. so in order to make all this happen um, and, to, and to bring the camper, we have to have – we like to extend those vacations a little bit right. longer so that when we're actually in place – we can actually have fun and I feel rushed to get back. Right. So and
1: plus, it's uh, we like to enjoy the journey there and back, not yeah. just the destination stuff. Yeah. And while our camper is small, it still can't fit in checked baggage. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. We, we do have to tow it, right? <laughs> right. So, but um, so we did a lot of different stops along the way, and. Mm we kind of changed plans. I left, ended up leaving like a week early because I wanted to go visit family in Florida. And specifically my dad just got out of the hospital. He had broken his hip and he's uh, recovering and all that. And I wanted to go see him. He was supposed to be on a good portion of this, this vacation with us. We were supposed to see each other up in New York. And unfortunately he was not able to make that trip. So I wanted to go down there and spend some time with him. So I ended up leaving about a week early and I loved having that flexibility to just Mm -hmm. be able to, Get in and go. And you know the funny thing is, are you going to say something? No, go ahead. Um, I um, I was trying to think about my road trip from here to Florida, and I could only recall maybe the last third of that. Really? Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah.
0: Well, I was just thinking about how when this has happened before, when you've had to take off um, to help out with family or whatnot, and how I was talking about. You know, here I am at home taking care of the home, my own business, taking care of the kids and everything. How, yeah, that's a little bit tougher without, you know, because I'd much rather you be here. Yeah. <laughs> but because we have good systems in place, good routines in place, it, it was, it, it's, we can do that. Yeah. We can you at go. the drop of a hat and you have to go somewhere. You know, someone has to leave. That's fine. And so we, it was a little tough because I was squeezing the clients, but it's kind of nice. That's why I always just kind of push routines, organization. It really does help, especially in, in times where uh, things happen, uh, short notice or, you know, emergencies or whatnot. So right. that was a bonus. Yeah. Yep. And then,
1: you know, plus we we still have a rental property in Florida. So part of the Florida stop, um, you know, can yeah, check, yeah, check out on, on the out. rental property and all that. And then it was off to Nashville, uh, yeah. not specifically Franklin, which is just south of Nashville. Um, I'm part of a mastermind group there and we meet like every three or four months. So we, um, we met up for... Uh, I guess it was a 3-day thing but I ended up being there for almost a week. And that's where you and Sunshine flew in. Right. To, so to we meet flew me.
0: in and what was really cool is that there's some other fellow organizers there that um that I have met online or at conference and and Dana's met them as well and so we were able to have a little meet up. And here's the cool thing is that they're this uh where we did the meet up at one of the uh, organizers' homes. She has this little tiny house, right? It's, it's not a tiny home, it's a small home. Right. And I think it's about 1,200 square feet or less. But it's right outside. It's at downtown um, Franklin. Franklin, just a couple blocks off of the main downtown area. And she has like this urban garden. It has the chicken coop. And I was just <laughs> like, I was in awe at at what they had, which, her setup. And I was just very, I was like, this is what we're looking for. This kind of, you know, the small town with a small home and being able to do the urban garden thing. And we had the most wonderful time except for the mosquitoes
1: <laughs> well, that was all around frank uh, all around franklin and nashville was the ticks and mosquitoes and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. we love the place
0: i love the lightning bugs because yeah. we don't get those in texas but uh but that was really neat what
1: a what a fantastic dinner and what great hosts they were and uh yeah. i just absolutely loved that they would walk out back to their urban garden yes. pick pick something wash it off and take it in and cook it up so yeah. it was
0: inspiration for us and our dream home and, yeah. and, and and our pursuit of where we want to live and be and things. So that was right. really neat. It's kind of some inspiration.
1: Yeah, it was great. So and then, then, then our
0: next stop is where well, was that?
1: A couple of spots in the Blue Ridge area. Yeah. Because that, that that was on our that area was on our short list for places we really want to check out potentially for the future. And um we um we just figured out that one of the spots that was a real hopeful for us is, was just a no-go for us. It
0: was a no-go. And
1: it's funny, you know, you and I, when we talked about it, how you can have this idea of something. And I think we'll unpack that a little bit more later on. Mm-hmm. But you have this idea of something, and when you see it in reality, it's not what you it's not what you built it up to be in your mind. You know, it's not It's not the place's fault. It's not the people's fault. Right. But it's your interpretation of what you, your expectations and what you think it will be.
0: Yeah, and you know? I know social media is great and everything and to get other people's feedback. And, you know, so you hear, oh, this is a wonderful area and it's a great downtown area. And you got mountains here. You got rivers here. You got this going on here, which is, sounds ideal. And then you see beautiful pictures, but then it's like you get there and it's just a different vibe. It's it's not quite a good fit for you. And so, you know, having um, expectations of things and yeah. places and, and getting so sometimes overly hopeful. Well, <laughs> And then to be kind of let down like, oh, bummer. Well, we just keep moving on and looking for something else, right? Yeah.
1: And, you know, I, I do that a lot, too. I get my expectations up. Yeah. But, um, but the
0: cool thing was we got to meet some uh, full-time RVers. So, to me, that was cool because that 's simple living it's, yeah. these folks are there's that one gal um, there 's a couple that we met in, and, and the guy's in a band and uh, so he does a, he travels based on where the next gig is going to be kind of a thing and um, and then she works uh from the r v from home yeah. she works remotely, and every once in a while has to travel to different places, but they 've been doing it for. Four or five years, I yeah. think. So it just was really kind of inspirational. I just thought that was cool because I always thought that, you know, we talked about having the Class A RV and then we decided to go for the little camper. But I always yeah, which, said... for
1: folks who don't know, Class A is like the big motor coach. I mean, you know, like tour bus type. Yeah, they're
0: pretty amazing. So I always said, though, we're not opposed to that. I just, I think it would be amazing to have that if that was your only, if that was your main home right. and, and you traveled. So it was really kind of neat talking to them and how they've simplified their lives and they just, they absolutely loved that lifestyle, yeah. which is kind of cool.
1: One, the thing that I really liked about that physical location was uh, we were in a campground and uh, there was, they had this little spot carved out with this amazing view. We're at the top of a mountain and we're looking over all these other mountain ranges in the distance over a valley with, uh, with the river going through it. It was fantastic. Yeah, the
0: Smoky Mountains, right? Yeah. So, oh, it was gorgeous. It was awesome. The only downfall was there was a lot of ticks. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. had to do tick checks yeah. every day. They ask us how we know. <laughs>
1: but, uh, <laughs> so then then we were, uh, our original plan, I'm kind of skipping ahead, but our original plan had us going up to a uh, sugar maple farm, I guess you call it, up in Vermont. But we opted to skip that. And we went uh, to, you wanted to go to Shenandoah National Park. Yes. And so we kind of rearranged the schedule on the fly and went to Shenandoah. And um, as soon as we check in, we go through the little, it looks like a toll booth, right? When, yeah. when you check in. And you were telling me that about the time that you and your sister were out for a run and, and were, we hunted, were hunted down line, by yeah. bears, uh-huh. right?
0: Yeah. We, I say we got chased by a bear. I don't, just, we won't really chase, but we saw one. We saw got saw a bear. And we yeah. ran. <laughs> in,
1: a, in a cage. No, no, it it, it, <laughs> right. it's in the wild. So, <laughs> you're not
0: supposed to run, but we did. We didn't know. We just took off and
1: yeah. So we turned the corner. You're telling the story. We turned the corner and there's this little baby bear, <laughs> right, just like on the edge of the road, sticking its head out. And uh, you were driving at this point. I was driving, right? yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, I was like, Vanessa, stop. There's a bear. And then that little guy ran across the the road, right? And you're yeah. like, I want to get a picture. So we're stopped, so we get a picture. And then there's the mother bear uh, that, as we're watching this little baby bear to the right side of the road, on the left side of the road, oh, the yeah. mama bear's looking, and we're kind of going forward, and And then we're like, uh-oh, we don't want to be between a mother bear and a baby bear. Go! God. And so... So uh, we got
0: some fuzzy pictures off of the iPhone, yeah. and, you know, it didn't turn out, but it was so cool to see the bears. But ironically, right when I was telling the story about years ago, yeah. like 13 or 14 years ago, being chased by yeah. one in my mind being chased. <laughs> so that was beautiful. It was it was really nice to see the Shenandoah um, Mountains again and that area. And then I was like, I want to go to Luray Caverns, which are just right there and right outside yeah. the park there. The well, most, not too far from there, yeah. Yeah, the most beautiful caverns that I have ever seen. And I've been to Carlsbad and a couple other ones, and um, the, it was absolutely stunning. And Dan, it's been about 30 years since you have been.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm close to 30 years. And I have very, it's funny, I got a really good memory. You know that. Yeah. And uh, But I have very little recollection of that. I was yeah. a young guy. I was probably hungover or something when I went, <laughs> I, ha- I have to admit.
0: Well, it was stunning. The tour was amazing. It was about an hour long. And if if you're ever in that area, uh, Luray Caverns in Virginia, right? Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful. It's worth a stop.
1: Yeah, where's the next stop?
0: Well, the next stop was Hershey, right?
1: <laughs> Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. What, and why do we stop there? Well,
0: because Sunshine, girl, is like a huge, huge Hershey fan. I mean, yeah. she... Loves Hershey Kisses and anything Hershey chocolate. and
1: You're kind of disp- – you're forgetting somebody else Okay, here. me
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's in the jeans. My mom is a – she loves Hershey's with almonds, and then I love Hershey. She loves Hershey. So. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect at Hershey, but we got there, and it was amazing. It was really cool. Yeah, they was. have the park there, and just to, her- to learn the whole history about um, – Hershey itself, and um, I forgot his name though. What's his full name? The
1: Milton Milton Hershey, Hershey. I believe.
0: Um, just his story, uh, how he had so many different failures along the way, but he kept trying and pursuing, and he had family help loan him money, and then to have this crazy, you know, business that just took off. That they even have like a, a trust now, and they yeah. help support. Um,
1: he and his wife left all their money to this trust to yeah. help these orphans.
0: They Because they didn't have children. They weren't able to have children. But they um, they started a school and for, uh, I guess, orphaned boys at first, which now has girls and things in there. And it's just really amazing what they do. Yeah. But just the, the town of Hershey is beautiful. It's very well manicured because it's a touristy place. But it's very well done. We got to go on a tour, just learn all about the history. And then we got to do a little chocolate factory make our own chocolate bars, which is awesome and uh it was really cool it It was was really
1: cool experience stuff yeah you know and it was like like you said it was very nice but it wasn't commercially it wasn't it wasn't like over it wasn't crazy over the top like sometimes
0: disney i mean i love disney too don't get me wrong i'm a disney disney fan but i know want me to sing let it go no don't
1: please (laughs) and uh, but yeah but it was really well done Um, and so then Um, then as i mentioned uh we were going to go to vermont but we nixed that for shenandoah and then we went up to Lake Placid, wow. which is in uh, the northern part of the Adirondack Mountains in upstate New York. I'd never
0: been, and I was so amazed at the, how beautiful the Adirondacks were. Yeah. Oh, stunning. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really cool, too. I didn't realize that there was an Ironman thing that happened there. training facility and all the tra- that. I think they have comp- you know, their races or whatever the heck you call it, the Ironman competition thing. Uh, but... Uh, it was just amazing to see all these different runners and psych- cyclists and swimmers, of all ages. It was just it was amazing. So anyway, that was really kind of neat, and um, we had a really great uh, camping spot. We got to uh, meet some French Canadians,
1: which was, kinda- it was Canada Day. Was I think that's July first, and so a lot of them had actually they had two three day weekends I think back to back, and so some of them took some extra days off and. So there, were, there wasn't very many Americans in the park at yeah, all. Yeah, and
0: it's a popular destination because it's just, uh, the Adirondacks were just south of, like, Quebec and Montreal. Uh, Montreal. Yep. Montreal et Quebec. <laughs> okay. So, um, very cool. And so it was kind of neat for our daughter to, to meet um, and play with those little girls, and that was really kind of neat. And then we were on our way after that. We finally uh, pushed off to our destination, which was Shuffled Buffalo. off.
1: You, you shuffle off to Buffalo, apparently. Oh, shuffle that, off? That's the... Is that the term? Yeah, you shuffle, shuffle off to Buffalo. It's, I guess it's a song from back in the day. Oh, well, I didn't know. Before my time, but <laughs> but we met some really cool folks there. Um, we uh, First of all, we'll talk about family in a minute there, but uh, when we were spending time there in the park, the uh, same park that we went to last year, I think it was episode 35. Yeah. It was uh, mm-hmm. yeah, where We perfect. talked about our trip last year, and uh, we stayed like two sites down from where we were last year, and... Uh, and then there was a couple named uh George and Sheila uh that stayed next to us and um George escaped Hungary after the revolution in I think 56 57 and um and I just kind of hit it off with George and his wife and had some fantastic conversations and and we weren't really there to enjoy the park we were there to visit family and everybody and and uh George and, and Sheila kept an eye on all our stuff while we were oh, there Oh yeah they were sweet but, but it was like torrential rain <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> yeah, we most of the time right? we were there it, but it didn't hinder us a bit no we, we had a blast we had a blast mm-hmm. seeing family especially and um all the things that uh if you're new to the show and you haven't heard uh about our trip last year in episode 35 we talk about um how much we enjoyed that trip and it was just as good this year it was really really something
0: yeah it was it's nice to be able to that's a, a priority is to have family to yeah. visit family that's part of our lifestyle, is to be able to visit family and see them um, spend some real quality time with them yeah
1: and then we you know along the way and we're going to talk about some of the things that we um kind of reinforce some of our decisions along the way some of the clothes that we take packing super light uh living small in the camper and all that stuff but mm-hmm. uh uh, one of the things that uh, we've really gotten better at, I think, is deciding the things we're going to eat along the way. Yeah. And it was just amazing to have my my brother and his wife brought us eggs from, they have uh, laying hens. Yeah, this was a
0: trip and, about chicken coops, man. I, I am excited oh, about, I want chickens. I want my own chickens. My
1: gosh. I mean, <laughs> and these eggs, were the yolks are like bright, dark orange, yes. you know? And they're just, they just taste amazing.
0: It wasn't yeah, it's and really so, cool because they're they're free range chickens and right. they're eating a lot of the you know natural stuff out there, but yeah. um they also
1: they juice uh, and do smoothies and yeah so, they eat so all the, the pulp they yeah. eat all the
0: pulp and stuff, and so oh, it was great it was just but it made me really kind of get excited about someday having that,
1: yeah, and we got <laughs> to check out uh, their their coop and and they're doing some new chickens and and uh, my brother and and his wife are both kind of tinkerers. And you know they figure things out. They do a lot of things yeah. for themselves, and, and or they'll take an idea and they'll build on it. And it's just amazing to go see all the the different projects and so forth that they have. They're putting into operation to to live the way they want to live.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, thinking about them and what they do. They have like a, they grow a lot of their own. Um, you know, they have a garden. They have a lot of fruit trees and things like that. And because they're trying to eat simpler foods but remember how we talked about a long time ago and i can't even think of what episode it was but we said sometimes simplest simple living isn't always simple or yeah, simplicity simple, isn't, yeah yeah isn't always simple when you get going and so so a lot of times they'll have these these tough projects but with the the end state of having a simpler lifestyle because they're they're looking for the same thing we are they yeah. want to live simpler they want to be able to uh, grow their own food yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff and eat simpler foods and things like that yeah, so simple is not be, necessarily
1: easy it's not you know? yeah
0: and yeah. so uh but, but it gets there eventually you know depending on what you're working on so that was kind of neat to see them do that yeah. and, and how we're kind of on the same path as well so
1: yeah and then we got to explore um our town my hometown of buffalo and we went spend a lot of time on the waterfront and, yeah. and canal side and canal side and, and uh the uh they have the a military Navy, park yeah, there. have the Naval, uh, Navy Park down there. Yeah. And it's just really, and we went up and down the Elmwood uh, area, which yeah. is, we just kind of went all around the city. And if you haven't been to Buffalo, you probably have this idea of, you know, a sn- snow-covered place in the Rust Belt. And oh my. my gosh, it's it's just so beautiful. And they're
0: reviving a lot of the urban yeah. areas down there, which I think is amazing. Because there's so much history that I didn't realize about Buffalo um, and how it's kind of contributed to the country, and and then some other really cool things. I mean, they had the Roycroft um, style, like a yeah, Arts and Crafts style, craft yeah. style architecture. And East Aurora, the so yeah. folks that did the city park planning there in Buffalo were the same that had designed Central Park in New York. Right. So, I mean, it's there's the most some of the most stunning architecture there, and um, but that they're reviving a lot of it too, and trying to make it a little bit more of an urban friendly uh, living environment for the locals so really kind of cool right so moving on
1: so once we were done with the trip we did a lot of stuff around there yep. and um i have to admit and again i'll get into this a little bit later but i loved the evenings or just the, even the afternoon sitting around uh when we did have the chance uh just talking with family whether yeah. that was in the campsite or visiting family and bird watching yeah. Yeah, you and Sunshine were doing a lot of bird watching with my brother and and sister-in-law. Yeah. You enjoyed that stuff. I'm not not that much of a bird guy, you know that. (laughs) But we had a fantastic time in Buffalo, and then when it was time to go, we uh, said our farewells. We had to cut the trip about a day short, Mm -hmm. um, and then we uh, headed off to Ohio. And uh, we stayed in a really nice uh, campground there. And, you know, I walk every morning, and so I... On the two mornings that we were there, was it two mornings or one? I don't
0: even—I don't even remember the campground right now. I'm oh, going to
1: blank. It's the one that had some really nice different sites, and I said I walked around, and it was—it um, was—it won like two years with oh, the national, okay. yeah, 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 uh, yeah, award-winning campground or whatever. Yeah. and uh, there were some really nice sites for that the that, uh, people rent long term or lease long term, mm-hmm. and uh, but to me it shows. Ideas on how to live small. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you look at the different areas they have set up, like the the fire pit area, the cooking area, the whatever area, you know, the shade area, the sun area. Yeah. And I just like to walk around when I'm, when I'm on my walks, just kind of checking that stuff out and see how other people set it up.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, and then one of the highlights of the trip for me... It was
0: kind of a last minute like decision, right? Last
1: minute decision. That we made it the night before. I said, babe, what do you think about going to Elvis's house for a for a day. And so
0: And I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And I'm not even an Elvis fan, but I was like, let's come on. I can't
1: believe that you even say that. that <laughs> was, you know, before we got married we did those hundred what was it called? The Hundred Hard Questions to Ask yes. Before You Say I Do. Yes, right. right? It, yeah. We worked through that. How um, are you an Elvis fan? Answer. No. How, how that didn't come up in those hundred hard questions. I don't know. Cause, cause you know me. That would have uh, been a deal breaker. huh? It would have been a deal breaker. Yeah. I would have been, man, she's got all this other stuff going for her, but not an Elvis fan. Well, uh, well time to move on. So uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Baby. Well, anyway,
0: but it was really cool. It was, I did not know what to expect. I was there supporting my husband, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, it was. I'd have to say, and I, and not to offend any of Dan's family, whatever. It was probably like the highlight of my trip. Just at the because it was so only because I didn't know what to expect, and I yeah. was pleasantly surprised. And it
1: was spontaneous. And, and it was
0: spontaneous. And it was just. It was very well done. They, they, the property is beautiful. The tours are amazing. The staff are um, is amazing there, and uh, we did VIP, uh, VIP tour. We did the VIP yeah. tour. So I got to see a couple special other areas and access to a couple other. Um, rooms and museums but but you know the first thing i thought was going to be this going to be this cra- totally opposite of what i what i'm about it was going to probably be totally gaudy and just totally extravagant over the top excess excess yeah and there was some of that but it was beautiful yeah. i mean it was for the time i had I, you know just kind of transported myself back it was it was beautiful it was immaculate and um and tasteful for yeah, the time you know it was great and it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be and then um
1: next time I talk to Priscilla I'll have to tell her it was a really really well done tour <laughs>
0: yeah so. there you go <laughs> and then it was uh but then Dan talk about some of the things that you pointed out though that weren't extravagant or over the top that you were kind of fascinated with like that yeah sign. well
1: you know um a couple of things that were going through my mind as we were walking through there was you know here's here was this guy, Elvis, you know, at the time, probably one of the most popular people on the face of the earth. But they're also in that time of the late sixties, early seventies, there, there weren't a lot of different commercial choices. So, you know, where you go into uh, a home today, there's no two interiors that may look alike, you know, unless everybody shop decides the shop at the same place. Because there's different things that are available. There's different lamps. There's different designer this, designer that. Different countertops. Different everything. You you name it. But back then, there was only a few different choices. And they had some of the same things in Graceland that we had in our house. And we were certainly, by no stretch of the imagination, on that same economic scale. Yeah. But, you know, they still... For mica
0: countertops? Yeah, for mica
1: countertops. the The same standard issue Ma Bell phone on the wall or on the end table. Um, you know, things like that. And of course there was some that were much different, but the level of appliances and all that, those were all, all it was, same. everything was common, you know? Yeah. And I do have to wonder throughout that, or I did wonder, I should say throughout that is that, so here's, here's this guy who had all this money, did a lot of good things with it. was very, very popular. And for as much as that fascinates the typical person, you know, wondering what it would be like to be in that position. I'd be willing to bet that there were there were times in his life where he would have gladly traded all of that to have a more simple life to be able to spend time with his family which is what we have. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know sometimes we we see ourselves in others but sometimes I think it it's healthy to compare uh, or to be thankful for how you have things because there's somebody else out there who would who would really, really want to have mm-hmm. that, that level of whatever you have too. Yeah. Um, but it was really a very well done tour. And I liked like going into to his dad Elvis's dad's office, Vernon, you know, and it was as to me it was like walking into a standard military office from when it I first like went that. in the military. Yeah. You know, it had the metal desk, the uh, the signs were all hand printed, you know, don't, know, no loitering around the office unless you got business, stay <laughs> out, you know, it was all just hand lettered and with his name and, and all that. And it was nothing extravagant. And, uh, I really, really enjoyed going through there. And then, uh, and then of course there's the, the areas where it's nothing but awards and, and, uh, and that was pretty amazing as well. Yeah. But, uh, I thought it was, it was definitely, um, a highlight for me and, I have to give a, a shout out to Big Jim Sykes of XM Serious Radio, the Elvis channel that broadcasts out of Graceland. And I got to go in his booth there and check out the equipment and uh, sit behind the mixing board and the <laughs> microphone. And you're able to snap a picture of that. But because I listened, when I was traveling alone before you and Sunshine joined me, I was listening to Elvis Radio a lot of the way on, uh, on XM. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny because my tastes in music are pretty varied. You know, yeah. when, when I'm typically in the Jeep, what do I listen to? Techno. Techno, yeah. You know, yeah. Which, which, is, uh, which for a f- almost 50-year-old guy walking around wearing a shirt that says... Um, eat, sleep, rave, repeat, you know, I mean, that's, that's me, you know, bald, bald gray hair, you know, and, uh, but I love techno music. But then you but, listen to Glen Campbell I, or I love, Elvis. Love Glenn Campbell, love Elvis. And, <laughs> and especially traveling. Those were, those are memories that were implanted in me. And a love for that. That music was implanted in me by, traveling with my parents yeah and uh being on the road and listening to that stuff on it you know and I was I, I was much older before I realized those songs don't don't all have a clunk in the middle from where they eight tracks switch tracks <laughs> you know you know <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah
0: most of the you young, young folks won't get that I actually get that <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty much the that wrapped up our trip and then we made our final leg home but, as we were going home, Dan and I started talking about the trip and some things that we had kind of realized, and some cool things about you know things that worked or realized that weren't going to fit for us in our what we thought was our perfect plan for you know living simple or or whatnot. One of the things was we really love our camper. I know we talk about it all the time, I know, but every time that we 're in it, we just realized it was a great decision it was. It wasn't a cheap purchase because it's a higher-end um, tiny camper. There's other tiny campers out there. Ours is one of the higher-end ones. Or Yeah. But it is worth it because it has literally changed our lives. And uh, because it reinforced the idea that we can live simple, it reinforced the idea that it's, it's experiences over things. Yeah, and, um, we don't need a lot of space. We don't need a lot of space. Um, it has made us, not made us, it just... It, it, we want to go out and camp whenever every chance we get because yeah. we get so much enjoyment out of that. I mean, Dan, just, you just talked about uh, the travels that you did with your family and how those are some of your fondest memories. Yeah. They are by far my fondest memories as a kid was camping with my family. Yeah. And so we kind of realized that, yes, this was a great decision. But,
1: but-, but, I, wanna, but I do want to say, too, that um, I think we have a relationship, too, that where the way we interact with one another, mm-hmm. it's not an issue for us to be in such close proximity to one another constantly, 24-7 oh, yeah. for three weeks at a time. Not, yeah. a, not everybody can do that, you know. Yeah, Because uh, basically our, the, the camper is a, a queen-size bed on wheels <laughs> with yeah. a little flip-out kitchen at the end, you know, and enough room for sunshine to sleep at our heads where on a normal bed that's where the headboard would be. Well, that's where she is. Yeah, And, um, uh, and then very, where's our boy, though? Well, yeah, he is sleeping in um, – usually we would have a tent – But I've been looking at these little, these hammocks and, uh, we said, well, let's get him one of these. And I asked him, I said, so do you want to, you want to try to sleep in this like tent hammock instead of a a full size tent? And he's like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And I wanted one anyway. So I bought it. It's called a Hennessy hammock. Mm -hmm. We'll uh, link to it in the show notes, but he absolutely loved it. And it's, I've you know, growing up watching Gilligan's Island on TV and I saw how they lay in the hammock there and I was like, Oh my gosh, that would kill my back and I'm not a back sleeper and but with this hammock you actually lay um it's an asymmetrical hammock so you don't lay in line with the center line of the way the hammock hangs. So you actually are laying pretty flat if you if you're doing it right. But it's all closed in, and it zips up. up. There's a a mesh up on top, and then it's got a rain fly over the top. And we were in, as I mentioned, there was torrential rains in Buffalo, and and our son was the only one who was absolutely completely dry. The rest of us were, I mean, it would have been dry in our camper, but we were visiting with with family. Yeah, so we're in and out and hanging out under the canopy. huddled under a canopy, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he was there and it was the, I mean, terrible lightning and thunder and uh, pouring rain. And first of all, he's off the ground so it doesn't flood. Right. And he's got the rain fly over and he was 100% perfectly dry. He loved it.
0: It was so loud one night that it woke me up at night and I was so worried about him that I actually got out in the torrential rain just to check on him and I had to wake him up. He was sound asleep. Yep. And I'm like, are you okay? He's like, uh, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, oh, thank goodness. But I was just so worried just because we could hear it hitting our metal, you know, yeah. teardrop camper. But it was like he was, he was good to go. Good to go. So definitely a great purchase and yeah. oh, investment on that. That's and it packs awesome. up
1: to like uh, to nothing, you know?
0: Yeah, it's just this little, I don't oh, even know a, how big it is. Yeah, but it's
1: like, a, maybe like maybe a lunchbox size. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> So, <laughs> it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so that kind of was really cool that, you know, here's a simple product, simple way to live. And it's really big along, you were saying, among, um, like, bikers and hikers that and back just. Backpackers and stuff. Because yeah. you don't
1: need a flat surface as long as you have trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind of a requisite.
0: Kind of neat. But uh, we also,
1: along the way, we kind of hone down the foods that we like. I mentioned that uh, my brother brought us those fresh eggs. I usually mm-hmm. have four eggs almost every morning. Mm-hmm. And then some kind of uh, meat with that, either sausage that I made or bacon or whatever. But
0: but when we travel, it's always tough because we usually stop for the convenience food yeah. or just eat at every restaurant for every meal. And we said that we didn't want to do that as much until we got to Buffalo, and we did very good.
1: Yeah, we did really well. And I tell
0: you, this is the first time I've come back from Buffalo and not gained any weight. <laughs> well, it was a, it was
1: my first time going back there from since I grew up. Uh, Without a, a food agenda. If you recall in the episode 35, we talked about our food crawl that we did. Yeah. And um, so we, we went to each restaurant on our date night and had a little bit at each place, uh-huh. you know, because there's so many places you want to take in because the food is so amazing there. But uh, we didn't do that, you know, made a conscious effort not to do that this time because I've been eating differently. Yeah, it wasn't food
0: driven. It was more yeah, experience driven this time. Yeah.
1: So, but uh, we, we, did prepare well for on the road, and uh, uh, we just kind of kept things pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Had the same things most mornings, and, uh, and it was really nice. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And uh, once again, have to reinforce our clothes, clothes options. Now, I I packed... Uh, we have these little cubes. They're about six inches deep maybe, five or six inches maybe, deep. Yeah. And then like one, uh, 12 inches by 12 inches. Yeah, uh-huh. And all of my clothes fit in there. He rolls
0: them up and then he puts them in there. And, and that's, that's all, all I need. take.
1: And that, well, with the exception of I did take a couple of like winter things, long sleeve, just to have uh, right. for, you know, it's buffalo. And know?
0: it was only one night that was chilly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but just in case. So we got hit by just in case. But it was good. Yeah. Um, now I used one, so we have these. Little uh, cubbies, I guess? Yeah,
1: they're tiny little cubbies in the camper.
0: Yeah. So, how big are those? About 18 inches? They're probably about
1: 18 inches wide wide by about uh, 10 or 12 inches tall and maybe about 10 or 12 inches, Inches. about 12 inches deep.
0: Deep. So, I was able to fit these little clothes cubes that zip up so that you can take traveling or whatever. And so, I had those in there and I, I wore the majority of those clothes, but I... So just imagine this one tight little cubby
1: like a bread box size. A real, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. The size of the bread it made it a little bit
0: a little bit deeper, a little wider than a bread box, but I was able to fit all my clothes in there for a 3 week trip. Right. It was amazing.
1: It's like we talk about all the – or we've said before. I don't want to say we talk about all the time, but if you can pack for if you can pack for a week, you can pack for a month because mm-hmm. we did laundry.
0: And I even planned for, if I had to get dressed up, you know, wear a nice summer dress. I even planned for, like, uh, swimming and all that, exercise clothes, because I wore my Merino exercise clothes. So I was able to air that out, you know, rinse and air that out at night. And it worked out great. So our Merino travel clothes worked well. and. It was great. Yeah,
1: we've been back to, that, to those a couple times. But they yep. keep on proving their worth mm-hmm. to us. And we've had a few folks ask on the Edit and Forget It page about the Marinos. I think Edit and Forget It and the Simple Life Together page on Facebook. Um, uh, asking, you know, what are they really about? Uh, are they really worth it? And what, what should they get? And, and my answer to them would be, if you're going to minimize your wardrobe, then I think they are definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I certainly couldn't, we certainly couldn't afford an entire wardrobe of these things because they are expensive. But it's that uh, getting back to things we've said all along, it's a matter of getting quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if I pay $60 for a Merino wool T-shirt or, you know, $50 on sale or whatever, uh, and I just have that one T-shirt instead of five or six other T-shirts... And I can I can wash this. I can wring it out. It's antimicrobial, all that stuff. And um, it's good and cool. It's good and uh, warm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to me, it works out great. Yeah. It may not be the case for everybody.
0: Yeah, and then my advice is just try one piece. Try one yeah. piece out. See how it works for you. See how it feels. And, and get used to it. And then see if it's worth the investment. But, yeah, you really need to kind of have a plan of... Uh, what is your goal to have a minimal yeah. lifestyle? my plan with the merino isn't for my everyday wardrobe although i do wear it quite a bit for everyday stuff but it's just it's mostly for when i travel because i find it to be convenient and in in just kind of a versatile so yeah. yep
1: so some other things that we we have to throw in there that really make everything worth it is and i've alluded to some of it that the time with family the mm-hmm. campfires i love to me that is a that is just a primal thing is that time around a campfire to me is quality family time and telling stories. And, you know, I'm not a marshmallow eater, but, uh, roasting with the kids doing that stuff. And, and, yeah. uh, I just love that. And we also had a lot of fun with, uh, put the slack line up. Yeah. The, that was if, you've, cool. if you haven't seen a slack line, it's like a tight rope. It's like a huge cargo strap and you just walk across that like a tight rope. And so we set it about four feet off the ground and, and, uh, yeah. and the kids love it. And there's, you know, kids come from all over the campground and yeah. a couple of adults too to try their, give it a shot, give it a shot. Yeah. So we were, <laughs> we were like, uh, Nick Walenda and his family. If you saw him cross Niagara Falls on the tightrope and we actually got to see him and his family that, on this trip. A, so it was they nice. Did a
0: great show. There. Yeah, they
1: did a great show. We were there for about, what was that? About a half an hour, 40 minute show. It was an hour. It was over an hour. was an hour. hour? Yeah. Wow.
0: So, <laughs> and
1: it's cool when you're you're that close to them, and then you know you're. As we're leaving, we're a couple feet away, and yeah. just seeing them and the family, and that's really cool.
0: So. Talk about
1: a simple life. All they do is cross a tightrope for a living. Of course, the impact of not doing it right is <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty high. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> so anyway, I guess as we're talking, we uh, do you want to talk about the living the dream versus. Yeah. buying into a dream. I think we need to talk about that.
1: Yeah. And, um, it was interesting because every time we stop for gas or whatever, somebody always comes over and asks about our camper, the the teardrop. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we have to give tours of it at least twice a day at every campground we're at because people just kind of come over and want to check it out. And, um, we stopped at this one gas station, and this guy came over and he goes, "Oh, how you love your teardrop?" And I was like, "Oh, man, we love it! It's great and he's like, "Yeah, I had one too. It was amazing. mine was this, it was that and And he was just going on and on, all excited about his about his teardrops
0: accessories and things yeah that he all added.
1: these yeah, all these things that he bought and and I was like, "Wow, that's cool and he was telling me about this attachment that he had that went into the trailer hitch, and it was a swing away for his barbecue and and all this stuff and uh, uh i was like that man that's great i said do you still enjoy it or do you use it a lot and he's like uh actually i never used it once <laughs> i bought it and i had it for a while it sat there we never used it and then i sold it and so i'm th- and
0: yeah you started telling me the story and i was like
1: Cause what you heard shame. him. You heard him talking. About I
0: could. He was exci- I could see Dan talking to this guy. And he was so yeah. excited. It's like, oh wow, a fan. He's another teardropper or something. Yeah. And then to find out that he never even never used, used it. it, and it made us think. Got. It got us to thinking about this whole. Um, well, that in conjunction with this place that we're looking at as a potential place yeah. to move to, and how. It seemed like the ideal place. Yeah,
1: you're buying into a dream. We were buying into, and it's like, man, it's like buying
0: into the dream instead of actually living it. And how many times have we done that? And I know we've been guilty of that—buying a product, thinking it's going to be the answer to our prayers, or it's going to make our life so much better. You're buying into this dream, and then, but you're not actually living the dream that you thought you were. Yeah. And how that—it's a delicate balance, and you've got to be very careful about it. But we realize, like our camper, we bought into that dream, but we're actually living it. Right. You know what I mean? But we had to make sure we're making the right decision. We thought through that process a lot more than we have in in, other, in our previous life, I should say. Yeah. And so it has changed our life for yeah. the better. And so we love that. Um, but finding out, like, you know, it, w- it could be so easy to just pack up and go, we're going to this awesome place that everyone talks about. They love it there. They're moving. They, they can't imagine living anywhere else. And we could, we could have done that too. And then come to find out, it would have been a big mistake yeah. for us. You know? And so I think
1: the the real lesson there is uh you know, it doesn't matter what anybody says, it doesn't matter what we say. When mm-hmm. it comes to charting out your path, you have to you have to take matters into your own hands and really, really check things out for yourselves. And there's this guy, Vaslav Smil, who see um he is a uh, a professor and I think it's in Manitoba. And I'm gonna I'm going probably butcher this as I paraphrase it, but he says that uh and it's probably not it's nowhere near this context, but it's as if there's people at the bottom of a well and they've lived at the bottom of this well their whole life and they're looking up, you know, and all they see is this little round patch of sky and they think that's the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And then if they ever get up to the top of the well, they look around and all their decisions were based on that one little patch of sky and they haven't seen the rest of the world. And so sometimes um, I think that's what consumerism sells you is that little patch of sky that looks so beautiful and everything happens in that little patch of sky. You look at a 30-second commercial and it shows you all the good stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, in, in it, even if it's for, you know, like one of these drug commercials that they spend 25 of the 30 seconds talking about all the negative things that <laughs> this thing can do to your life, but what are the images that are sinking into your brain Is, you know, couples walking hand in hand, you know, adjoining bathtubs and, you know, old people making out, you know. (laughs) And so that's what they're that's the that's what they're selling you. Right. But but that that's just that little patch of sky. Yeah. And uh, for us, we were kind of hopeful of certain locations. But when we got up to the top of the well and we looked around I said, you know what, that's not our patch of sky. And I'm glad that there's others who love it because it's a beautiful spot.
0: So we're we're still we're still on the search. We are looking around, but it was just really kind of neat. It's so funny that that guy made us really think about this concept of, or this thing that, you know, buying into a dream versus actually living it, and how it can be a very delicate balance, and you got to be very careful about what that is because cause what happens is you can let yourself down easily. Yeah. And um, and we've all been there. I know Dan and I have been there before. Um. So, anyway, so just kind of think about that.
1: All right. Well, it really. It was a great trip. We had a lot of fun, yeah. and and it was also very nice to come home. You know, again, I I didn't miss anything from home, right? Other than, um, you know, I missed uh, my my son came home early. I missed seeing him, his mom, you know, yeah. and, and your mom and dad, and just people here in the neighborhood. I miss juicing. Yeah, I missed I missed some, ju- smoothies. <laughs> some smoothies too. But <laughs> it's not like I missed the bed or anything. No. You always miss the being able I to take a shower. I just had my
0: own shower and everything set up in there, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess it was really nice coming home because it was everything was clean, clean and simple, in its place, in its spot, yeah. and it was just and we unpacked so quick. Yeah, I mean it was amazing. We had everything just unpacked the second we pulled in. We unpacked everything was put away, and then I started on laundry the next day. We're good to go. Yeah, so that's it. Good well, stuff. Uh,
1: and, and like I said when we started this thing out, hopefully we were able to take something from our experience there and and either hack it, turn it around, or manipulate it, and use that information to benefit you somehow. We really had a great, great time, and it really does boil down to things being about experiences. And Vanessa, I know you hit that a couple of times that we talked. It really is about experiences and spending time with our family, and especially really spending time with our kids. So I'm sure there's something that you can take out of this. And speaking of which, Yeah. I want there's a new blog that, that kind of launched today um, that I've been kind of excited to check out. I looked at uh, some of the, the initial stuff and it's uh, by Chris and Sarah Waycamp and their site is called parentswho.com. So uh and it's about uh, parents spending more time with their kids creative in creative ways and so forth. And I just saw a little bit of it and they're just starting out and uh, I think it's gonna have a, I think it's going to have a lot of great stuff. so check yeah. out parentswho.com. And uh, let Chris and Sarah know what you think.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to talk to them a little bit yeah. more and get to know them. That's great. Yeah. So congrats, All right. Chris and Sarah. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> let us know if there's
1: anything we can do for you. And uh, so I guess we'll move on to the thing Seven. The thing segment. Right.
0: Why don't you uh, go ahead?
1: Okay, mine's quick, but mine was being off of social media and even email to a large extent for almost a month. Woohoo! It was great. I'm digging back out right now, honestly. But not, I mean, I, very, I had very little online interaction over a month.
0: Yeah. And all those,
1: all those before we left, I was like, wow, well maybe we'll do a video or do a blog post here or there. Uh, you know what folks, I'm sorry. I lied. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be lying, but I, I, it was just so nice not to do anything, and concentrate on just it
0: was. enjoying the time. I mean, we didn't even take a whole lot of pictures because we wanted to be in the moment most of the time that we were there. It, we, we had our beautiful camera with us, but we didn't take a whole lot of pictures. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even regret that because, We just enjoyed being in the moment, and it was nice. Um, But what's scary is that just a couple days ago, Dan's like, Vanessa, I'm seriously considering not getting a new iPhone (laughs) Like when we we trade in phones or whatever. And I was like, what? And he's the tech guy. Yep. And I'm like, whoo, whoo. (laughs) And I'm the one going, I don't know if I can do that. I
1: want one of those Walmart big number pay-as-you-go phones. (laughs) And all for for both people who call me. But
0: it would totally simplify our lives. Just have text. Go yeah. back to just text. Instead
1: you know? of leaving doing blog posts or doing a podcast, I'll just I'll leave a message somewhere and if you're interested, <laughs> you can come find it. I'll nail oh! nail it to a tree. So yeah,
0: so he got that <laughs> he, he he enjoyed the digital fast that much that he's actually considering not getting a an iPhone knife on when yeah, it's time to upgrade. I don't know if I can back that yeah, up. Yeah, I don't think you can either. Yeah. But so, speaking
1: of technology.
0: So my thing is Dan was uh, out with our boy, um, did a long trip. He's learned to drive and drove all the way to Austin. And uh, so he was gone for a few hours. Uh, and then... Wait, so was, our son,
1: son's learning to drive, not me. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so he's doing fantastic, too. He drove all the way through rush hour traffic and whew, yeah, scary stuff. So Sasha and I were at home alone, just hanging out. And we made popcorn. We watched a movie. We we're playing outside. And then for one moment... For one moment, I stopped to look at my phone. She looked at me. She put her hand on my phone, on my hand, which had the phone in it. She put her hand on that. And she says, "Mommy, now is not time to be on the phone. It is time <laughs> for us to play." And I said, "You're absolutely right." So I put it down. And oh my goodness, did we have such a great time! There you go. I was. Cr- she was cracking me up. We were just. We were just being goofballs and trying to act like we were. In the circus. I mean, it was, we had a blast and I was like, that's right.
1: But now you get to play that card sometime when she's on the iPad and say, (laughs) sunshine, now is not not the time time.
0: to be on the iPad. (laughs) So I guess my thing is that, you know what? Put it down, be in the moment, spend time with your kiddos. It was, it was fantastic. It was awesome. So good stuff. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Simplifiers. Our show is free. Okay. Um, And if you get something out of what we produce for you, there are two ways we'd like for you to pay us back. Number one, go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. It helps others find the show and makes us feel like what we're doing here matters. Um, Number two, send your friends a link to your favorite episode of the show and tell them why you like to listen and help them subscribe if they've never listened to a podcast before. That's it. We just need you to help spread the SLT love, okay?
1: That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. And don't forget, Simple Rev tickets are on sale. It is being held October 3rd and 4th in beautiful downtown Minneapolis on the University of St. Thomas campus. And to learn more, have a good look around SimpleRev.com. And while you're there, check out all the new speakers lined up to help you live a more simple life. And there's new speakers being added all the time. So our buddy, Joel Zaslowski, has put a lot of work into getting this rolling. And we absolutely hope to see you there. And we've heard from a few folks saying, hey, I'm going to be there. Can't wait to see you. So cool. All right. So remember, if you have
0: questions or comments, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. So that's it for episode 69 of Simple Life Together. We hope you enjoyed hearing about our vacation as much as we enjoyed talking (laughs) about it. Um, I'm sure there was a little nugget of info in there that you could easily apply to your life to make it a little simpler too.
1: And believe it or not, school starts up for many kids here in the States in just over a month. So be sure to pick up a copy of Supermom vs. Supermom, a simplicity guide for busy moms. It's a simple life guide to getting organized, finding margin, and embracing simplicity for moms. And just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash supermom to get one for yourself or for a mom that you know could use some simplicity or maybe even a lot less in their life. And you can get it for under five bucks, so bonus. Uh And hey, a special thanks to our buddy Brooks Duncan of Documentsnap.com. He did a complete review of Supermom that was awesome yeah and be sure to head over to the blog on documentsnap.com and give it a read
0: oh he's great we love Brooks we love Brooks I miss him I wish we could. I miss seeing him at World Domination Summit this year yeah we didn't make it to Aww. WDS
1: nope.
0: <laughs> looks like they had a great time there yeah, though yeah no doubt so as usual you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com forward slash 069
1: so let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too we'd absolutely love to hear from you So until next time, we hope you enjoy your
0: simple life together.